today on Casually Hardcore. The Merc with a Mouth makes masses of money. The Blade Runner runs again. Mini Groot. Begin filming all the things. Apple draws a line. All of this and much more on today's episode of Casually Hardcore. The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive. Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have arrived, and we are seizing control, because that's what we do. This is Casually Hardcore, live on alphageekradio.com. For Thursday, the 18th of February, 2016, this is Casually Hardcore, and I am Gnome Wise. I am Dexa. And I am Grail. Deadpool, 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 Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Uh, How many times have you seen it? Uh, twice. Oh, ah, wow. you're... A third one is in the offing. They will get my money again. So we <laughs> send our messages to Fox saying, good Fox, this is how you do it right, Fox. More like this, Fox. Yep. Yeah. For sure. Uh, so we're, we're still in the Gilligan period, so we won't be doing a spoilery take on it. But I was pleased. How were you guys? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was really, really strong. It was funny. Yeah, very funny. Uh, and, you know, it was Deadpool. I mean, it was, it was his style of humor. Absolutely. Uh, lots of rapid fire jokes all over the place. Uh, Tag so, with yeah. balls and holes. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, you know, and you know, everybody's like, Oh, it's the hard R and it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely an R rated movie. I think for me, the, I, the most surprising thing I would say was that there is a bit of sexy time in it as well. Yes. I I expected the violence and I expected the language, but the sexy time. I didn't expect to come away knowing what Miranda Baccarin's breasts look like. And I gained that knowledge. Yeah, exactly. You saw a lot of breasts. Yeah, a lot of breasts, a lot of... Uh, there was a couple of frontals, too. Yeah, oh, a yeah. lot of... Uh, what? You know. Did you not see it? Hmm? Oh, well, I mean, it, there was the uh, scar-covered Wade full frontal, which was less interesting yeah. no. to me. No. Women full frontals. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was yeah, a strip yeah. club. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was good. So, yeah, I mean, so I was like, all right. And, I mean, it was too funny that in the theater we had like an 11 year old sitting behind us oh my god and somebody Ugh. must have brought like a six-year-old she was them. maybe six <laughs> you're like you are wow. doing parenting wrong yeah and it's so funny because the dad was like that was cool huh and she was like yeah <laughs> oh man how could you be so out of they they could not have made the nature of this film any more clear uh, apparently they, they're they, People are freaking out still about it. I know. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's not. It's <sighs> like they should give it a rating 
so that you would know that there was if no only violence. We in had it. some <laughs> easily deciphered system, yeah. maybe you know one, two, or three letters maximum to indicate the level of maturity you would need to. Att- Come on, people! It's 2016. Parent your damn children. So. Anyhow, outside of you know that shenanigans, mm-hmm. the movie itself, yeah, it was yeah. great. Uh, I think the couple X Men they were able to lock down <laughs> for it were really perfect. Good. They were a good yeah. choice. They were really good. Just perfect to play off of Wade, uh, old Russian father, Colossus. Yeah, goody two shoes, Russian father. <laughs> it went a little far with the the uh, puritanical him, I but, but, I, but I enjoyed it. It was. It was I thought it was funny. Yeah, I, I mean, no, they've really not done a thing with Colossus in all the X Men movies. Oh no, no, so I was so happy to see finally this rendering on- of him. Yeah, some life and personality and so. and, yeah. and just the 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 CGI of him. Yeah, he, it was straight off of you know a, an oh, early nineties yeah. uh, X Men. Yeah, he just was missing the sure. red costume. Strangely, he appears to have lost the ability to shift back into human form. Or he's just like, F it. I'm st- <laughs> yeah, why would you? If Deadpool's involved, it was just like, he's like eating food while in armored form. Yeah, uh-huh. true. I know, but. I guess they decided, you know, we're going to go with it. We're going to spend money on the CG we're going to have. (laughs) Yeah. I read some interview also with Ryan Reynolds where they were saying that one of the big issues was Fox kept shooting them down for X-Men they would include in the movie. Right. And it wasn't until they got to Negasonic Teenage Warhead that they were like, who? Yeah, you can have (laughs) that one, whatever. Okay, you can use that. And And she turned out great. And they used her well. Yeah. They totally rewrote her power set, but it sure. was but it was good it was appropriate for the movie and what they needed. Yeah. Um so this is the movie that Ryan Reynolds and company, if you saw on the credits, he was a, an, an executive producer. Oh yeah. Um mm-hmm. he, he labored behind the scenes to get this made at all. And it was a movie that nobody wanted. And they slashed his budget and basically right. said, Yeah, here, here Mr. Reynolds, go, go make your superhero movie, whatever. And now it's breaking box office records for R-rated films, uh, films released in February, which is normally a very slow, it's kind of a a dumping ground month. Please, Um, it was going against Fifty Shades. Come on, man. Well, I mean, it was given, you know, kind of film purgatory. You're, You're putting it in February. Oh, yeah. Low budget, and I mean historically, R-rated superhero movies have not done well mm-hmm. at the box office. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've had Watchmen, we've had Super, which is can be favorably compared with this one. Yeah, um, but Kickass. Yep. Uh, yeah. um, and then, but you, this one, I, you know, superhero you could movie. Throw, the Crow. Yeah, the Crow yeah, would, call, I would put counts. in there. Um, also, uh, the uh, God, the the guy with the seven ex girlfriends. Um, Oh, uh, oh. Uh, 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 versus the world. Um, yeah, uh, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Um, so yeah, which I loved, but yeah. uh, no, again, another one that it was a comic that they translated over, right. ex- And did it like the comic book, and from a box office standpoint, didn't do a great job. The source material here was a little more ready for film, I think. But they they gave it a tiny budget on the scale of superhero yeah. size, sure. fifty eight million dollars. Oh yeah, yep. and it's. As of the writing of this uh, independent.co.uk article, had brought in 265 million globally, and it hasn't even been out a week yet. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I see it making a lot more money than that. 
I think it's going to do quite well. I think so. I mean, everybody that I know that have seen it that, uh, you know, was of appropriate age, which I'm sure even young kids would love it, mm-hmm. but probably not be appropriate. That's uh, seven-year-olds, Yeah, seven-year-olds, that's a little too like, Yeah, any, any teenager and a beyond, I think, is, is appropriate along with, you know, parental guidance in that area. <laughs> but, a little bit. Well, if you're 13, I mean, still sexy time. You might need a little. Okay, there. yeah, but so close your eyes during sexy time, but the rest of it. Well, no, I'm saying as long as they got an adult, you yeah. know, with them or somebody to, you know, talk. I just don't think a seven-year-old would understand. No, 90% I agree. Of it. Yeah. No. So, but anyways, everybody I've talked to that's seen it loved it. So, oh, yeah. And this is a cross spectrum of people that like superhero movies that don't really care about superhero movies. So, it's a uh, and they, got, they it, walked the the really fine line of because you have a character, you know, Deadpool in comic books has always known that he is a character in a comic book. Yep, and yeah, has or he beha- believes that, and yeah. and behaves accordingly. Mm-hmm. So the self-aware talking directly to the audience, fourth wall breaks. You'd think you know wouldn't work, and they made it work beautifully. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, he the, did yeah. a really good job. They even did the fourth wall break within a fourth wall break. <gasps> yeah. That's like sixteen walls. Yeah, um, yeah, and I mean, he all he, you know, it basically they translated it that it was Deadpool aware that he's in a movie, uh-huh. <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> this yeah. is great. So, um, but a lot of good lines, mm-hmm. and and I mean, the uh, you know, like every Marvel movie, stay till the very end. Oh, absolutely, do stay till the bitter end of the credits. If you're yes. uh, a child that grew up in the '80s, you will yeah. be very pleasantly surprised. Yep. <laughs> By the framing and by the information you receive. Well, the information is great too, but I I just love the, the framing the nod to, <laughs> to the uh, the, the other movie, another movie, another well loved. Yeah. When are we going to spoil this? Because it's really hard talking about. <laughs> <Next> <laughs> we, we will do okay. a spoiler review two weeks hence. Yeah. Um, Fine. No, next no, yeah, next week. The <laughs> short answer spoiler. for everyone yeah. listening is: for the love of God, if you have any uh, love for comic book movies or just a very funny action movie mm-hmm. go see Deadpool you will yeah. not it's a be bit of a love story too though it's yeah. totally a love story it is I mean and things end up better for Deadpool I think in the movie than it ever has in the comic books uh, well yes so he, he it is a tidier story I would say compared to some of those exploits in the comic books hmm yeah we'll just we'll leave it at that for yeah. For the future, yeah, so very good. So, we uh, pretty heavy on Hollywood in the notes section yeah. this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, back when we first heard about Deadpool being produced, mm-hmm. we had concerns. Um, and now we're looping around to another beloved nerd property that. I look at this and I just have concerns. I'm, I'm so cautiously optimistic because Hollywood's delivering more than they are screwing up these days. Um, so Blade Runner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One I'm pretty of, worried. One of those movies that always gets the word, word seminal attached to it. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the one of the progenitors of the cyberpunk uh, genre, you know, up there with William Gibson. Sure. And they now have a release date. Uh, it'll land in theaters Martin Luther King Jr. weekend in January 2018. So 
when something gets a release date, it's kind of its, its official graduation out of development hell. Right. Which this one has been in for a very long time. Um, and, you know, it's, it's now a, a real boy. And you can actually start expecting to see the movie. Stuff has gotten release dates and then, and then still gone off the rails, but it's a rare occurrence. So Harrison Ford is on board to reprise his role as Deckard. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a plus. Possibly. Um, and it is you know, being put together by Ridley Scott, the original creator of Blade Runner. So that's good. So that's potentially good, too. Uh, George Lucas you know, took his creation, and we got the prequels. So just having the original Helmer on board, no guarantee of success. Yeah, but George Lucas always wanted to make the prequels to begin with. He always wanted it something to be more kid like Right. We, 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 and that one, you know, that horse is well and truly pulverized. At the yeah. Right. And everybody knew that, though, going in, is that he, if he had had the resources, he would have made the first, well, you know, four, five, and six. I was just a little gun shy because... Prometheus. Yeah. Well, I mean, this yeah. this could be a good There's or a that. bad thing is that Ridley Scott <laughs> is not directing it. Yes. Right. So it's it could be a different flavor of a movie. Yeah. Prometheus is what stands out to me as the uh, uh oh. Yeah. Maybe sometimes dipping in the well isn't always the best. Right. Thing. And, yeah. And there was so much to love about Prometheus taken in pieces. Yeah. Yeah. So the story was really just the biggest incoherent. It, it, there's so many actions that people took in that that just made no goddamn sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the it, actors were great, and, and I have to say that the scenery was amazing. The scenery was beautiful. The ship design mm-hmm. took me yeah. right back to Alien. It was awesome. They were so consistent. It was the yeah. Story. If, if nobody opened their mouth or did anything, it would have been a perfect <laughs> exactly. movie. <And> <laughs> <laughs> and I'm hoping he redeems so, himself, you know, with the the three more you know movies in that universe that he's planning. We'll see. So but, my 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 biggest issue or, or concern about going back to Blade Runner is the fact that the ending of Blade Runner is a very heavily discussed and theorized whether or not he's a replicant. Exactly. And there's a lot of compelling arguments that he is, uh, but you're never... Uh, like the creator of the movie coming out and flatly saying, oh, yeah, he's totally a replicant. Yeah, that, that didn't help. I mean, I, but I still think, you know, that it, you could have left it with a little mystique and not gone back to it. It's like if, um, oh, God, Christopher Nolan makes a sequel to Inception. And mm. you find out he was in a dream the whole time. It's like, well, Aww. that kind of sucks. You've kind of blown up your ending now. Anyway. And I've never so. even seen that movie. What? I've never seen Inception. <laughs> You've never seen Inception? I, I never had the slightest interest in it. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. That movie was so good. It was really good. And I had zero interest going in to see it. That was such but a solid movie. But it was really movie. good. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, I just based, totally based ruined on... the ending for you, too. <laughs> well, no, I, I'd seen that. To death of, of okay. the spinning top, you know, supposed yeah. to be, and they, they they don't let you see whether it wobbles out or not, right? Um, but I don't oh, know, man. That that movie's like right up your alley, dude. That okay? Has I'll tell, I will find the time to to stream you that. Could yeah. want to, it's a lot of sci-fi, but weird, you know, because it's dreams. Hey, have it's some surgery. You have plenty of time to watch yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. 
No, no it's, I'd rather it's not. <laughs> I'll let you take that. <laughs> yeah. You fall on take that some sword. vacation. That's better. Vacation. Yep. What is this vacation? So it's you know it's it's official. The sequel to Blade Runner is is happening. It has a date. It's it's grown up and become a real boy. So we'll see. Yep. Something mm-hmm. I am. Let's see. Less dubious about and more straight out of the gate. Um, excited about. Uh, production has officially begun on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Oh, yeah. And the great uh, promotional shot they put out of the cast with Baby Groot. Baby Groot is back. Sitting on Drax's shoulder and hanging off his ear. I love Groot. Mini Groot. I am Groot. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much help he's going to be being that tiny, though. We'll see if perhaps over the course of the film, you know, we will see him big. growing back into himself or or whatever it may be. But for the moment, the promotional shot we're getting is basically slightly larger and he's out of his pot and has his legs again. Um, Groot standing on Drax's shoulder with the smoky room backlit uh Photo of the cast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Kurt Russell is confirmed to have joined the cast. Much speculation there that he'll be playing the part of Dad. Ah. Uh, nothing, nope. con- nothing confirmed there. Um, so we have James Gunn. This is all from Majorspoilers.com, by the way. Right. Mm-hmm. The tweet, or Facebook, rather, information from James Gunn. Official photography has... Begun on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and I couldn't be more stoked. Uh, saying he's so glad to announce that, yes, Kurt Russell has joined our cast, and yes, he is more awesome a dude than I could ever have imagined. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah. And I actually just watched uh, Spectre last night, so I got my Dave Bautista uh, fix <laughs> yeah. with his single line. Yes. A single one word line. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, beard, bearded Dave, uh, even more menacing than, uh, you know, tattooed Dave. Um, but it is happening. This is another 2017 release, I want to say. Uh, yeah, May 5th, 2017. Yeah, so, so it's going to be a leading yeah. film rather yeah. than a late summer film this time. Yep. Looking forward to it. This is when I, I, I when I'm just looking to dip into something. You know, this one comes up on the Apple TV with regularity in our household. Mm. Just, it's just not getting old. <laughs> it's just yeah. The soundtrack helps a whole hell of a lot. Um, oh, yeah. and, I, and I just imagine the cat fight that must be going on behind the scenes for people with '70s and '80s tunes. Oh, trying to get them to in there? To get them in the, in the mix for Awesome Mix Volume 2. Two, um, yep. Because the wonderful things it did for the tracks that were featured in the original film, now it's now it's an established thing. And I just imagine the backroom jockeying that's going on. Of, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I digress. Um, can't wait. Want to see this one. Bring it to me more like this. Yes. And I know you're listening because it's me. Speaking of things 
beginning production and entering uh, their filming phase. This one, we had no doubt of its uh, ability to... It was never caught in development hell and is charging forward because of the success of its predecessor, Star Wars Episode Eight. Yay! Yay! The one without a subtitle. Uh, yet. 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 Has begun principal photography. Yay! Bring it on. Yeah. I, uh, uh, I mean, I did get my Star Wars fix. I'm pretty good for a little bit, so yeah. Good till next, uh, what, November, next December? Christmas, yeah. This one, this yeah. one got pushed back from May to December. Rogue One, and then... Uh, yep, they, all, they, all, they both got pushed back six months, so they're yeah. spacing them out, which I'm good with. Take the time. That's fine. And yes, in, in the chat room, Boba Fetish uh, approves Star Wars Episode Eight. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, Can't wait. Yeah, they've added uh, Benicio del Toro and Laura Dern as mm-hmm. uh, recognizable faces to the cast of this one. So, uh, now del Toro, he plays the collector, right? Yes. So, we have him spanning two very significant sci fi universes there. Oh, um, yeah. Laura Dern, we haven't seen her prominently featured in a while. Yeah, Jurassic Park. Yeah, Jurassic Park, and then she. You know, it hasn't been a blockbuster really no. to speak of since then. She's been around television and stuff. Yeah. I'm curious to see what, uh, as well as talented newcomer Ke- uh, Kelly May Tran, according to statement from the studio and all the, all the favorites from the first movie. I'm really curious to see where they take this one based on comments from JJ, where he was responding to. You know, the, the observations and criticism of episode seven saying, hey, you just did episode four over again. And he basically in an interview said, yeah, we did that really, really, really on purpose um, because we wanted to have a, a palate cleanser, basically. And then the yeah. implication there was we wanted to rinse away the filth of the prequels yes. and just give you a heap and helping of exactly what you wanted. Right. To set the and stage. And they did it really well. It's not oh, like I'm, they I'm did not it complaining exactly. at all. No. It was, um, I mean, it, it was the same movie. I remember, I mean, it was one of the first things we said when we left the yeah. theater, but none of us were like, and that sucked. <laughs> it was, yeah. it yeah. was episode four retold, and they did a great job. And with they it. did a great job. But it also, the statements he makes in the interviews, he generally says, and that frees up the directors of eight and nine yeah. to go exciting new places. Because right. now right. everybody's been reset, everybody is fully back in the universe, and now we can send you fun new places. Yeah, I think, and I mean, a lot of it's also going to come from their one-off movies as well. Yeah, That's the anthology, well. I'm so glad they're doing the anthology films. Yeah. I'm stoked for the period in history that they're covering with Rogue One. Until they announced, I didn't know I cared about that part in, in the Star Wars universe. And I said, hey, I'd really like to know more about this. Yeah, mm-hmm. and see just well, I guess this is Rogue One, so this is the first Death Star. I want to yeah. see the Death Star where mounds of Bothians are killed. Many Bothians <laughs> died. Yes, that was the running joke when they they said, "Oh, Rogue One, they're going after the Death Star plans." Oh, Bothans are going to die, and I, my, my nerd, my inner nerd was screaming at them. That's the second Death Star, That's you the asshole! Second Death Star, God, <laughs> God! It's like, oh my God, I'm a nerd. Oh. But I still felt it very deeply. <laughs> I'm glad I corrected myself before. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You've been like, twitching over there. Twitch, twitch. Um, 
but and it would be fun if they threw some bothans into the misc and had him had him like shot through the chest just as as a joke. Well, what I love is like in uh, this one, like they have Bothians and they all like live miraculously. That's right. <laughs> they're they're the unkillable heroes of the story. Like, my God, if we ever have to do this again, we're sending all, all Bothans. the Bothans. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Dramatic foreshadowing. I will finish awesome. what you started. Oh yeah. Um. So, and my appetite for that period in history has been somewhat wet by rebels. Mm-hmm. Which I've been actually got pretty caught up on, um, and Rebels is, is doing it's it's like early Clone Wars, um, as, it, but not early really. Clone, early Clone Wars, Wars was a bit of a struggle to get through. Like, <laughs> it, 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 it's not that bad. It was okay. Uh, yeah, it was because early Clone Wars, man. I was like, oh, I don't know about this, and then I struggled into late season two, and it's like. Okay, this is starting to get good now. <laughs> yeah, this, and this has gotten to the good fashion, but it's a little okay. more kid centric. Yeah, I figured. So, but they they salt it with enough good big story points where they they keep my interest as an adult tuning into an animated show. Okay, uh, but it's clearly definitely more it, it, sim, more simplistic storytelling so cool. far. Um, the but it's still very entertaining, and they're they're still moving the you know that in between storyline forward, right? And they're rushing up against some really interesting questions that I always kind of had, where because it you know when they wrapped up Clone Wars somewhat abruptly, mm-hmm. the question of you know Ahsoka Tano, yeah, she was a big mystery because you assumed she wasn't part of the Jedi purge because she was not a Jedi at that point; she had walked right. away from the order. Yep. So they they definitely you know, left her out there, and they absolutely picked up that plot thread uh, to cool. to much cheering in um, Rebels, hmm. and they're definitely going with the okay. What happens when she figures out who the hell Darth Vader is? Yeah, and he figures out that his old apprentice is still alive. Right. This can't end well. <laughs> um, but they made her a very Interesting character. I'm assuming from, from your reaction that you have not been following Rebels. Nope. Um, do you care to be spoiled about it a little bit? Don't really nope. care. Um, <laughs> Spoil away. Go right ahead. Uh, Ahsoka, it turns out, she's, she's kind of the embodiment of the, the neutral force wielder. Oh, uh, yeah, to, gray Jedis. To, mm. to the point where she's, she's dual wielding white lightsabers Ooh. just to reinforce the, hey, no color here. I'm, I'm just... I'm just out for me and, and not, no, not fighting for either side particularly. Got the white. Yeah. Um, <laughs> must have fought a Balrog. Shout <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, hey, I got a lightsaber. Come here. Uh. Um, <laughs> IRC delivers. <laughs> so, Growly Bear and Boba Fish are discussing. Bothans being the ultimate red shirts in the yeah. Star Wars universe. Rally Bear <laughs> says, so, clone trooper army versus Bothans, everything is damaged, but nobody dies. Ah. Right. <laughs> they can't shoot the broadside of a uh, Star Cruiser. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so, it is officially trundling forward. Cool. Can't wait. Another very happy nerd squee moment of uh, awesomeness. I had a somewhat surreal moment yesterday. Um, I used to do 
the IT support for the TED Active uh, right. conference, which no longer exists as of this year. Oh, yeah, it was. Uh, so the TED conference is going on right now, but they sent uh, the volunteers memberships to TED Live, so I'll be able to tune in. Adam Savage was invited to do a TED talk this year. Oh, oh cool! cool. And he did it on cosplay. Oh, wow. Nice. Which was freaking awesome to see him talking to this, this big room of rich white dudes about yeah. cosplay. <laughs> really passionately uh, talking about cosplay and, and really did a great job of illustrating it, why it's a big deal, and, and how he discovered the community that is San Diego Comic Con. He didn't go for years, and once yeah. he got there, he was like, I had no idea that it was this thing. Right. Um, but the. Uh, and I've been sidetracked, but I wonder where I was going with that, other than it was really neat. <laughs> um, you said it was surreal, though, for you. It was just weird because the the TED experience has been in one compartment in my brain, uh-huh. and cosplay is in this other part of my existence, and uh-huh. I didn't expect the two to be mashed together in such a way. Gotcha. So you know, the, the dude that I do Wootstock with was turning up on the TED stage. Like, uh, these are not concurrent events in my brain. What's going on here? Yeah. Am I having a stroke? Um, but it they're was all geeks, though, dude. Yep. So they're all under the same umbrella. This is indeed what we find. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, I think that's one of the ones they may be pushing out uh, as a freebie. So if you go to TED.com, you can see uh, Adam cool. Savage. It's, it's from day one. Oh, that's cool. Never a dull moment. Um so yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, Squee, Episode Eight, Squee, Blade Runner, hmm. Deadpool, Octuple Squee, um, has already delivered. Um, no. The recent news, I can't say I'm massively surprised in this. Is this is probably the last season of Agent Carter? Um, the yeah. rating, ratings have not been awesome this go round, no. apparently. And Haley Atwell's actually already been signed on for a comedy elsewhere mm. on the network, so that's kind of their, their signal of, hey, she's not going to be needed on Agent Carter because there ain't going to be one. Right. Um, I get it. You know, and, and at some point, we have to re- reach peak Marvel, and this may be the sign that we're reaching peak Marvel. Right. And they need to contract a little bit. And this Well, is- I look at it. I just don't think it was a good idea. I mean, the show, the Dax a watch... Uh-huh. Seasons one and two. I caught some of it. It was a good show in terms of the acting was good. It the quality was there. Interesting storylines. Uh-huh. Um, but it's just, you know, for the who's the demographic for it? Yeah. That's right. Who problem. was the target audience? Because it clearly, yeah. you know, if they can't get me, you know, a, a hardcore Marvel fanboy interested right. in it, then who was that for? And it, it wasn't for the women no. either because it was. Even though it was, they were trying to show empowerment. I just, I don't know. Like, I really do like the actors. Yeah. I love the actors. Yeah, no, they all did they a have. fantastic job. They no, did an yeah, amazing yeah. job. I just, I'm not as. Uh, I just I don't, don't. Yeah, like I said, I don't think. I mean, the kids are not as interested in that time period. Yeah, the adults, maybe. I don't know. It, it was. It seemed like that's what they were going for. Like, this is for our hardcore fans that want to know about the post Captain America 40s and 50s mm-hmm. and. Even we're kind of like, eh, I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Well, it's like going back and reading Golden Age comic books. Yeah. And I think, like, if she was, everybody was in love with her. Or, right. Or she was in love with everybody. It just, it wasn't. It was a little It was a little strange, all over the yeah. place when it came to the love interest, you know? Yeah. Right. It's like they tested everyone out to see which one would really stick. Yeah. 
Yeah, it just so it, it was okay. It lacked it lacked a focus for it, and it didn't didn't hook me for sure. And I I can see how it, nobody really would be hooked by it. Nobody would say it was a terrible show, uh-uh. but you know, three seasons seems about the right amount. Yeah, were there yep. three? I thought there were only two. Or maybe two, maybe yeah. and ending at the end of the second here. Okay, whatever. So, <laughs> oh yeah, yay. and it's weird because because I really really dug the opening sequence in mm. Ant Man. Yeah, where we had the you know the age makeup Haley Atwell, right, and we had the actor who played Howard Stark from Iron Man Two, right. Yes, he was really good too. So they, they didn't you know they didn't use the young they didn't take the young actor from Captain America and ageify him. They grabbed yeah. the guy that they'd actually previously used and aged him a little bit. Right. But he was closer to the appropriate age for the character. And then they did the super creepy uncanny valley de aging of uh, Michael, Douglas, Michael Douglas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which actually was pretty damned good. It's kind of yeah. scary how good, good that one that was. That was like what they were shooting for with Tron Legacy and didn't pull off, they pulled off with this. Um and I really dug the connective tissue between, oh, look, here's all the people from um, First Avenger and Agent Carter. Mm-hmm. And now here's you know an early 80s bridge bit that pulls them all together and passes the torch forward to, oh, that's great. It's all one big fat happy universe. I really dug that. And it's like Agent Carter's a big heaping batch of that connective tissue. And I'm way less interested in it for some reason. Yeah, because in the end, it's, you know, what does it have to do with the Avengers? Like, there's not, there's yeah. not enough of a throughput there right. to get to, to a caring. Because the most important thing we already know, what happened is Captain America, you know, became a popsicle right. for a while. Right. <laughs> and this is supposed to be like the, the super formative years of S.H.I.E.L.D., Right, which we already know was infected by Hydra and was doomed from its outset. Yeah, and maybe that's what it's missing is it's missing a superhero. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's you a, know a it's big if it's a it. superhero movie, it should have a superhero. And as awesome as Agent Carter is, and the people that help her, because I love that Enver guy, and I can never pronounce his last yeah. name, the guy from Dollhouse. Mm-hmm. I love him, and as awesome as the characters are. They're not a superhero. No, yeah. and you already have a show about non-superheroes in the Marvel Universe. Exactly. <laughs> right. So you don't really need, I guess, one set, you know, 30, 40 years in the past to basically do the same thing. Yeah, that's another one I'm a little dubious on because they're taking a show that's, as much as I love Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it is mm-hmm. not strong. No. They're, they're going to make a spinoff from it. Really? Marvel's Most Wanted. Oh Jesus! Oh jeez! It's gonna be. See? It's gonna be a uh, Bobby and on on again off again husband centric show. Oh God! Jeez! Oh, yeah. And I love her. I like her. Yeah, but the it's actress not is strong. Either. The character is strong, but I don't know if it's enough. No. See, and I just don't understand. Why? The, why do you need another show? I, yeah. Or I why mean, do you need another show with a with, just a non-superpowered person yeah. running around solving Earth's issues? It's see who just putting in the cast in this thing here. Actually, it's it, they've ordered a pilot for it. I should okay. say. Ah. Uh, well. All so right. we'll they're going to be they're centered around Mockingbird, same actress Adrian Palicki. Yeah. Um, and dude, what plays Hunter? Yeah. And I love their dynamic. Um, I just don't know. So Lance Hunter will be in there, played by, and I love this actor's name, Nick Blood. 
Nick Blood. That should Nick be the character's Blood. name, not the actor's name. Yeah, no kidding. He should just. That should always be his character's name. <laughs> I'm Nick Blood. It's, I'm playing. It's N I C because I don't need no K. Nick That's Blood. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Marvel's most wanted. Okay. See, and I don't. I just. I don't understand. You kind of need a little bit of variety in the things you watch, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. And so I've been off for a while because of the surgery, and I've been doing a lot of TV watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's some Surprisingly, every once in a while, she watches something not called Supernatural. So I watch a lot it's of It's been things. pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> she still goes back to Supernatural. <laughs> like as filler. Misha. Like she can't just cold turkey it. <laughs> There has to be a certain amount of supernatural watched each week, but the first step is admitting you yeah, have a Misha problem. You know, he's telling her all these shows she that she'd really like to watch. She's like, "I'll watch one thing, but then I gotta watch some supernatural." I've been watching again. all kinds of uh-huh. stuff. I watched I watched Dominion, yes. and then it and found, found out, out that it was guy, canceled. Yeah. That sucked. That was a really good show because the actors in that was really yeah. good. And then I started watching Lucifer, and that's really good. Um, yeah, that's been cute. It's been the really one cute. episode I saw. Yeah, was, was it's been cute. really good. And uh, what else? Oh, I tried. I'm I'm trying out the Grim, but it's it's. Uh, yeah, the first season of Grim, which apparently uh, gets better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there's five seasons. It better I get know. better. Um, so, yeah, but oh, there there's go. there's all this other. There's so many other genres that you can go with. I don't. I think they keep. Yeah beating you on the head with the same one and on the same it's not e- it's not even just a different sh- show with the same genre it's a little bit of the show you were watching before is moving over here yeah and it's uh, you know it, but i guess at the same time they're kind of doing that same theory just not to quite that extent with the stuff they're putting on netflix because now we're going to get like a luke cage show after Mm -hmm. she was in jessica jones and then that'll probably lead to a power man show which will most likely be with luke cage at some point during his show so they're they're expanding their universe that way but it's a little different than them being like a team and then saying well this team show is doing okay so let's break the team up to just make two shows so we can get double ratings speaking of team shows doing okay and then splitting up (laughs) The Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, we spoke about this last week. Yeah. I, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't even watched this week's episode. I have uh-huh. no interest. It's it's rough. It is rough. It's a rough show. You're right, though. Captain Cold is the best character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we covered, who, who like, I like even his be... partner better yeah. than half the characters oh, yeah. on the show. I like all um, the, the the evil. Yeah, Sarah's good, thieves. and then everybody else pretty much sucks. Yeah. Well, but they're they, they're totally inconsistent in their storytelling because right. she's not supposed to have the bloodlust anymore. No, right, and yet she but, does. They wrote it right back in again, and because they went yeah. through all the trouble on Arrow to do the whole Constantine crossover where he reunites her with her soul properly and she doesn't have any bad side effects from the Lazarus pit. And then they put it right back in the script. Oh no, I have bloodlust. They even comment on the fact she doesn't have the bloodlust on Arrow recently. Right. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> when talking about Thea. And yet she strangely... Uh, 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 it ugh. makes no sense. Yeah. Few so, things annoy me more in a television show when they disobey their own Bible. Yeah, uh, for yeah. sure. So... Um, but real quick, before we get into this, or the spoiler ones mm-hmm. for Arrow and Flash. So on the same day that we got back from watching Deadpool, 
The other big thing from Cogburg World is they released the first trailer for Dead or Daredevil season yes, two. Yes. Which I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> I might have to like just take that day off and just binge watch it because uh John Bethanel looks so good as the Punisher. Yeah, really, and I would yeah. never have predicted that. I looked at him and was like, uh, you're not Castle. You're, you're, uh, uh, and then they had him speak and they had said, okay, uh, you, you may very well be the Punisher. That is Frank Castle. Yeah. That, I mean, and I was talking to somebody else about this. I think the, the thing that really gets me excited is that in the other attempts at the Punisher, the Thomas Jane, the, uh, mm-hmm. Dolph Lundgren, Dolph freaking Lundgren. Yeah. yeah. Movies, it's always been, I'm the Punisher and I'm going to fight the mafia or, right. you know, a bunch of bad guys, mm-hmm. and basically, you know, you could have substituted Arnold Schwarzenegger in at that. They point. did. It was called Commando. Right. Exactly. So it's it really wasn't getting into why this character was cool. Putting him in a show where there's a hero. Yes. Now you start to see the the kind of where the battle lines are and the juxtaposition between the two. Yeah. And so becomes you, you a are much a more measure. interesting character. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Because his line to him of like, you're just one bad day away from being me. Yes. <laughs> that was so awesome. Well, that, that yeah. was also, that was, you know, very similar sentiment um, in a lot of the Batman Joker interactions. Uh, oh, yeah. Of, you know, if not for one one bad event, you would be me. I am the, right. I am your dark mirror. Yeah. Um, so we're both crazy people in makeup and masks. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I, this second trailer... I wasn't a big convert to them bringing Punisher in mm-hmm. when I first trip. Like, oh, really? Because I mean, Dolph Lundgren taste in my mouth, um, right? And <laughs> you shouldn't be tasting Dolph. Nineteen-year-old <laughs> oh, yeah. mm. sweat, um, and not—I don't mean sweat from a nineteen-year-old. I mean sweat that has aged nineteen years. <laughs> Just let me be clear there. Um, and this. Sold me on the concept <laughs> really oh, yeah. thoroughly. Now I'm at really <laughs> deeply anticipating the arrival of the storyline. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think it's um, really good. Yeah, because it, it's they're 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 both there to do basically the same job. It's just mm-hmm. one is willing to kill. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, like Arrow and Flash. Yeah, pretty much. Well, yeah, except for yeah, but Arrow don't do the killing thing no more. Er, early Arrow. They're all early they're all tranquilizing bullets and stunner yeah, I'm arrows. I'm pretty sure yeah, Arrow's killed a few. He's still killing people every once in a while because no. I don't care how tranquilizing that arrow is when it's sticking out of your chest. You're <laughs> probably in for a bad you know no, no, trip no, to the no. hospital. Ali no kill no more. Yeah, <laughs> I, he he just doesn't do it as. Pronounced. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, one last potential Marvel spinoff that ABC is toying with for television. So, uh, I'd like a superhero comedy. Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, made for one. made yeah. for TV comedy series. Yeah, probably not gonna. Is work it so Deadpool? Well. No, it's not Deadpool. <laughs> Can't be Deadpool. Unless it's on, like, HBO. (laughs) Game of Thrones and Game of Deadpool. Um, (laughs) Throne of Deadpool? I don't know. No, the title that they're tapping and considering creating for television is called Damage Control. And it is the story of the cleanup crew that has to come in after the big superhero fights and put all the crap back together again. I mean, I'll give it a shot. Eh, 
I mean, we'll this see. is one that's just being debated and, and discussed as a possibility. It's this one doesn't even have a pilot like uh, Marvel's Most Wanted does. Yeah, I mean that one. It, it would it would have to come down to the actors and 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 the really, writing and the writing. It'd have to have amazing or, or even writing. or just even or very improv type actors that can make something out of just a scene and be really funny. Uh, yeah. But it's like if they try to. And I mean, honestly, the show has to be about something else other than their cleanup activities. Their cleanup activities might be the initial hook, but right. you can't build a season worth of shows of them just walking just around a city around cleaning stuff. crap yeah. up and going, oh, you know, remember when this guy gooed this guy? Well, yeah, uh-huh. I mean, from, from Variety's description, they say, the series description, the Marvel cleaning crew specializes in dealing with the aftermath of the unique fallout from superhero conflicts. They are the ones in charge of returning lost ray guns to the right for owners, help to reschedule a wedding venue after it has been vaporized in a superhero battle, or even track down a missing prize African parrot that's been turned to stone or goo. Uh, yeah. Interesting. It's, uh, it's going to be all about the writing on that one. Yeah. Yes. Um, it could have amazing writers, and then it'll be funny as hell. Okay. Could be. And but you don't know. We could be primed for an attempt at this by the success of Deadpool. Which has clearly demonstrated that a well-made superhero-ish comedy with adult themes, especially, can be a raging success. So we'll see yeah. if, if this one gets a boost from that, or I don't know. That's this one cons really dubious to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. very dubious. Yeah, it really does. So Ugh. getting caught up on our DC universe as they yes. continue their domination of television. Legends of Tomorrow Notwithstanding. <laughs> yeah, it's on sure. television. <laughs> it's not dominating anything, okay? It's dominant. It's, yeah. like, it's like humping a pillow trying to dominate it at this point, and it's not yeah. going well. Um, <laughs> and I just, I'm just, i way more interested in trying to get a CBS feed in here because my, my DVR has decided to puke, so I have I've not been able to, to follow Supergirl at all, which is supposed to be... Um, the most light and fun of the current uh, crop of superhero things. So less dark, less broody. Um, yeah. Don't know. Uh, we but we'll, we'll see shot. if we do our crossover with uh, Barry Allen in the near future here. We'll have some fun there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Arrow, uh, mm-hmm. we have there's episodes that have passed out of the Gilligan uh, period, which is more than two weeks old. So we're going to spoil the hell out of them. Um, Unchained is the episode we're talking about here. And, well, they, go, they interestingly recycle a old Batman villain called yeah. The yeah. Calculator. Yeah. Okay. I'm very proud of them for making fun of the name the entire time. Oh, yeah. God, yes, yes, yes. Because um, Jesus, yeah, yeah. They, they created the character of Cisco in the Flash specifically so they could deal with all the names. They had to create a whole character. Oh, we're we're going to talk about Cisco once we get there. Uh, later on. Yes, we are. We'll get there. <laughs> he, he's on my short list of people that need to just be vaporized. Yeah, <laughs> not going to happen. Um, this episode features the return of Roy Harper to Star yes. City, and he is there committing crimes. And stealing, yep. stealing scary, scary tech that Overwatch, <laughs> because Oracle, Oracle was taken. Oracle was taken. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll have to run with it. I just, I just run up against Blizzard. Overwatch. Uh, am I playing Torbjorn or what? Um, 
No, because I'm not in the goddamn beta, but I'm not bitter or anything. Yeah. Sorry, I was miles away. I, I did like the line, though. I, I think it was in this episode where they're running along and she's like saying, Green Arrow and Black Canary do this and, or Speedy do this. Mm-hmm. And she's like, why is she using our name so much? Just humor her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Overwatch. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yep. So yes. So, so Oracle, who is not Oracle, right? Uh, thy name is Overwatch. Um, so we have, and they, and they serve up in this uh, plot, you know, a, a place for her to shine as a hacker. Yeah. Um, and against the calculator. Anyway, um, <laughs> CI ninety nine four A what? Um, I know. <laughs> And just because he has a bad name doesn't mean he's a bad villain. You know, the actor was not terrible, and it was it was the just the he's he's building a, a web bomb. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What is up with that? <laughs> Said with a straight face. I mean, yes, <laughs> I know. People, the whole reason we have a packet switched network is because it was designed to withstand. Nuclear bombs being dropped on it, okay? The internet came from the network connecting our nuclear missile silos together. But this is the calculator. And it was purpose-built to withstand localized outages and not be anything where you could drop a bomb. That's why I cringed so much during Avengers 2, Age of Ultron, when they went to the Oslo hub where all the internet traffic goes through. Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't work that guy that way, guys. Never did, never will. It's exactly the opposite of what the internet is all about. Yeah. But he's dropping the bomb in the internet, not on <laughs> the no, I don't know. Woman, I know computer. where you live, okay? Uh, I will uh, come over there and I'll give you a stern lecturing to about TCPIP, okay? Well, but okay, so in his defense, they decided to go after a I think they went to the power grid. Right. Which would be a closed system. Yes, so. but, but stupidly has been linked to the internet in really insecure ways, and that's where it, it approached actual news things we've had happening. There have been hacks right, of power Right, right, I get that. But nonetheless, now, the fact, though, that he still had to break into the place to put his web which kind of, to me, defeats the purpose of a web bomb, then, <laughs> if yeah. you have to actually have it physically on site. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at that point, why go through all that trouble? Why not just get, like, an EMP and... Put that in there and set it off. Yeah. What do you need a web bomb for? So, so. to me, the, the B story in this one was a lot more interesting. Yeah. Where we have Nissa, often Nanda Parbat, Nanda Parbat. Uh, getting help from people in the League of uh, Assassins who still follow her lead, and they basically break her out mm-hmm. um, using a super-duper hot pepper. Um <laughs> But it was. And she still, you know, basically they, they have a scene where she demonstrates she cannot defeat Merlin right. um, in one-on-one combat. And she approaches it from a different angle of, okay, Thea is over here suffering from not having killed people. So she has the bloodlust, and if she does not take lives, apparently, it, takes, it her. takes out her life force. And so we had that whole weird interaction a couple of weeks ago where Damien Dark tried to put the whammy on her, 
Right. And it like rebounded on him. And they did, they did the whole black veiny thing. And he was like, what just happened? And her bloodlust went away for an extended period of time. Well, apparently having the symptom go away didn't cure the underlying problem. So the right. fact that she had no urge to go out and seek blood made the curse turn in on her and start sucking away her life force. So her wound from Riz al Ghul is returning. She, well, no, she 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 had the bloodlust come came back. As it did well. come back, but she had was still not servicing it. She decided not to service. Right, so it was a double whammy. If she went an extended period, yeah. because Damien took away the urge, and then when the urge came back, she was able to resist because she had yeah. had such an extended period to recover. And because she wasn't killing people, she is now dying. Right. Mm-hmm. So Nissa goes off and finds Katana. Is that the character's name? Yeah, that's yeah. her superhero name. I forget yeah. her actual character. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, the wife of dude, what Yasu she or something like skewered that. a while back. Yeah. Um, and apparently she's now you know the, the holy guardian of some sacred vegetable or other. And <laughs> flower, sacred flower. Fine, sacred flower. fine, whatever. Sacred MacGuffin. Yeah. Okay. Lotus. It's, it's the, 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 the MacGuffin Lotus. Of, uh-huh. of healing powerness, yeah, and they basically um, have a chat, and Nissa claims to have gotten this and extracted, you know, super healing juice from it, and wants Ollie to be her right hand of doom and go kill Malcolm Merlin in return for the super duper cure for Thea. Right, right. So yet another people using you know Ollie as their pawn. Um, and he's like, oh, harumph, 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 uh, family, family, sister, sister, uh, why I haven't killed Malcolm Merlin before now, God only knows, the man richly deserves to die, and yet he remains a very important plot element. So he's not dead. He brought Vandal Savage back to life, and you know, we'll, we'll sell you out in the blink of an eye, but hey, we find excuses not to kill him all the time. <sighs> because he's Thea's dad, and Thea would feel bad. Thea wanted to take his head at one point. Okay. That's Oliver's whole... <laughs> no, if you do this, you'll hate sister. yourself forever. I don't want to... Yeah, he's not trying to kill people anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's doing real well on that, as you observed. Well, um, I mean, you know, sometimes accidents happen. Yeah. You can't, you know... I will have you... Ne- okay, let's, let's finish out... <laughs> yes. Let's finish out Arrow. Yep. So... Yay, hand-waving, hand-waving, internet bomb, uh, and they have their internet, uh, you know, duel between the calculator and Overwatch, and they have hail, worthy opponent kind of moment over the uh, internet, and then they have their little bombshell drop at the end of, you see the actor who you've seen, you know, pictured being the calculator and doing his... <laughs> I, I hate these set designs they do where they have the glass desk with multiple computer screens in the middle of a huge empty room. I know. Well, yeah. Because that's always that how you set up your, your workstation. Desk? Yeah. <sighs> like anyway. nobody wants like a mini fridge next Sorry. to him. No. <laughs> no need to drink. Yeah. We're going to hack the Gibson. Okay. Anyway, we see that actor approach um, Felicity. And you're thinking, oh, God, he found out who she is. He's, he's come to take her out. And then she has a moment of, oh, Daddy? Dun, dun, dun. And fade to black. Yeah. Yeah. Surprising, yeah. surprising exactly nobody. No. <laughs> because they dropped was, all kinds I mean, of hands. you had Roy pop into town and then yep. leave again. And, 
you know, get a chance to run around in the suit again is uh, Arsenal, Arsenal yeah. which it definitely looks better than Theo running around in the suit. I think. Oh, you like speedy? Yeah. A little I, more I imposing. I really dig Roy yeah. in the suit. Yeah. Yeah. So that was good. Uh, yeah. The other storylines were kind of like, man, I mean, you had a little bit in there also about Felicity not, you know, being uncomfortable now that she's in a wheelchair. Right. And right. Dealing and with having that. fear of public speaking i guess yep. and then she gets over that so it's yay yay um yeah i mean overall not not it a, moved uh, the story forward yeah so a, a little bit a little bit that the fact that uh uh damien dark's wife entered the memorial <laughs> yes ollie right. is now no longer running unchallenged and has a, a significant oh it's your wife great yeah. yep. how long has this been going on this is the longest mayor race ever. Ever, apparently. right? Especially for a city where nobody wanted to be mayor. You think yeah. as soon as somebody's like, I'll be mayor. Okay, you're, you're hired. You're like, hired. We're, we're just going to hold the elections tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and why are we making you run an entire campaign after like the last eight mayors got bumped off? Yes. <laughs> Form an orderly queue. Here's your body. Uh, exactly. So, yeah, a little... Little week of an episode comparatively. Uh, the follow up episode, which we'll get into next week, much was better. much better. Much yes. Better. Uh, they redeemed so, themselves. Yeah. So, cutting over to Central City. Okay. So, I want to start before we get into like this episode we're going to okay. talk about. I do want to mention that in the first two episodes of this season of The Flash, <laughs> Flash killed two people. Yes. <laughs> yeah, your point. I'm just saying, <laughs> yes. Mr. Goody Tushu, I'm a hero. Yep. Is a murdering son of a bitch. He is. <laughs> Absolutely is. <sighs> Refresh me as to who he offed. He offed, um, God, he offed the two metahumans, basically. The two first metahumans. So the one guy who was the, the guy who became the big Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, <laughs> uh, he could grow his size or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, he offs him. And then in the next episode, I forget who the metahuman was in that one. but Turtle, he turtle, turtle. No, Turtle oh, got killed no, no, by no. stupid Harrison Wells. Not evil Harrison. So we were trying to come Wells. up with Mr. for Dr. Evil Pants because he wasn't he is no longer Dr. Evil Pants. Right. And then I said, well, maybe he's just and Grail said he's just Dr. Pants now. He's yeah. he's, he's Dr. Daddy Pants because he he's, he's <laughs> severe true. severe must save my daughter issues. Yeah. Could be. Um, he's Dr. Do- Dr. Douchey Pants because he's a pretty big douche to everybody. He's a douche, but he's a funny douche, so he I'm willing to give him slack because he's also he's a douche to Cisco who <laughs> deserves to be douched upon. <laughs> you mean vibe? Over oh, and over. Oh my God. Again. Ugh. Yeah. So the metahuman in this episode. Right. <laughs> Tar baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I. Yeah. Oh, he I'm, killed Sand Demon in the second. Sand one. Demon. That's, that's who it was. Murdered. Yes. You're right. <laughs> Straight up murdered. <laughs> yeah. Just like, this is going to turn you into glass and kill you. Sweet. Yay. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, we got this prison we could put you in, but now. Nah. Right. I'm going I'm to go with murder. 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 Uh, murder. Murder. So, uh, anyway. Murder for so, yeah, one. In, in Fastlane, yeah, he fights Tar Pit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Which you could tell how uninterested they were in it because he's hardly even in the episode. Yeah. yeah. He just kind of shows up and is like, I'm Tar Pit. And then the Flash is like, okay, I'll, I'm going to beat you up and but rescue somebody and you'll somehow slink away so that you'll show up later and then I'll just beat you up again. Well, I think yeah. they were more interested in moving the story along than anything they were. that had to do with Tarpit. Like care he was just just bringing out any villain. They could have just yeah. 
pretty much substituted anyone for him at that point. Yes. The more, I mean, the, this, yeah, the, the metahuman story, you know, the, uh, allegedly the A story, mm-hmm. uh, was basically just an excuse to develop the Wells story. Pretty right. much. Yeah. He's, been shaken, was... he's been shaken down by Zoom. To steal, steal Barry's speed. Yeah, I am the Candyman. Which, no. but how did he steal Jay Garrett's speed? Yeah, that's what I mean. See, that's my whole problem with this mm-hmm. episode. Is if he's already stolen the speedster, one speedster speed, right. he should already know how to do it. So right. what's his problem? Well, there's a an issue with Jay Garrick. And they've already, okay. they've already, in fact, this episode is when they start showing their hand on this because they start talking about Velocity 6, right? Mm. I, I don't pay super attention to these <laughs> episodes. No, Velocity, <laughs> I don't remember. What this is the about? treatment that Caitlin starts developing for the de- degenerative condition that Jay seems right. to have from, they- from, she thinks, him losing his speed. She hasn't started developing it yet. She was looking episode. for his doppelganger. She was looking for his doppelganger right. at this one. And the, right. this is one where they reveal there he is, and he's just a dude. He's right. just a dude. Which, um, hey, did you notice that that dude is um, actually the name for Zoom? Uh, like the guy in the comic books, Zoom? A little bit. Okay, yeah. just making sure. So, I mean, are you Remember, saying Remember, we are now dealing with the DC multiverse. So are they trying to allude that Jay Garrett isn't actually Jay Garrett, and he's actually he could be a Jay Garrett? He could oh. come in six packs. We don't know. Okay. Well, I don't know. Or you're trying to say he's Zoom? It's entirely there's much speculation along those lines. Okay. Or um, his doppelganger in Earth One will eventually become Zoom. If we're, if we're doing the time travel thing as well, they've, they've really done that mostly with Reverse Flash. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see. But, yeah, when we talk about the next couple episodes, they get more deeply into things. You might go, hmm, well, you know. Um, Well, yeah, uh, believe me, there's enough stuff in these episodes making me go, hmm, how are these idiots still alive? But but the the short answer is there's more than one way to become a speedster. Yeah. And it's not always the particle accelerator that's to blame. Okay. And the, I think it's not that, yeah, and, and I am kind of curious as, you know, Zoom has flat out kicked Barry's ass multiple times. Right. right. So if he has a mechanism for removing his speed, you'd think he would have deployed it at this point. Yeah. And well, not only that, sh- but then then they have this whole thing where he's like, I want you to, you just want me to fatten Barry up and make him get really fast. So that way when you take his speed, he's got a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, he's like, okay, I'm just taking his speed. Right. And I, I really I haven't him slower. him up yet. Right. And here, here's a taste. Yeah. So I was like, uh, which is it, guys? It's just, I, mean, I don't know. They've had a ton of these like little inconsistencies. Like Patty? Like, oh. Patty's the worst inconsistency ever. She started out being like one of the coolest, like a really fun, cool character. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, she freaking flipped her lid. Yep. And I hate her. And now I can't stand yeah, her. Like, she could not leave the show fast enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the whole, uh, basically, they, they, basically they, we need to plug woman in here. So we can I, stretch out the Barry Iris thing and not. Have. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. I mean, if you needed a plug-in woman, mm-hmm. fine. But don't have the plug-in woman say, I, you, I want to move to the next level because we're friends, but now I want to go to the next level. And then, 
like not 24 20, hours. Yeah. Later. Like the next day she's like, oh, by the way, I took a, you know, a, a scholarship. I'm going to school a million miles away. So I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what happened to, I want to be close. And so then, and then Barry's like, okay, see ya. And then she's like, why are you saying see ya? <laughs> like, what? what? Uh, Somebody in the writer's room has had a bad breakup recently. Yeah, no, yeah kidding. no kidding. And that very last little move that she made, that oh, was that the was douchiest so move douche. ever. A little bit. So I mean, douche. What if someone was actually in trouble and she freaking calls the flash over there to yeah. go just... To prove herself, like hi, that, that's you, the you worst. got here fast, Flash. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I did, and I'm never coming again, Patty. Exactly. <laughs> the woman who cried wolf. It was the worst. Oh, it was so bad terrible. between her flip flopping and um, Miss. Please don't make me lose another another person I care about. You know how long it took me to get over my previous love. Six months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Six months and suddenly, Jay, you're the only one for me. I don't even remember that Ronnie guy. Yeah. In this episode, again, I was thinking of the observations you've made of the the variability of Barry's power set. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Because you know, in this, Wells, you know, puts super secret device behind the flash emblem on the suit. Right. Which allows him to remotely siphon off speed force. That's but the it, thing. And how does it suck it into like a completely different yeah. place? You know what speed I mean? Force. It's like speed force. speed force. Speed force. Speed force. Speed force. Speed force. Yeah. And basically, speed force. Speed what does force. that mean? <laughs> it's, it's, it's speed force. <laughs> it's basically Yoda's force that's done some meth. Get, and now it's speed force. Speed force. <laughs> it's, it's Yoda calling Saul, yes. Um, it's just, yeah, who knows? It's, it's inconsistent. And, and But also, so he, you know, and they say you're, you're like 100 miles per hour slower than you right. were last time I tested you. That's like a tiny fraction of how fast this guy is moving. And yet, he suddenly is just slow enough to not outrun a flying piece of glass right right yeah. um, and i believe during that same episode was it that episode where he does the uh he takes the tires off the runaway truck i think so yeah yes At yeah the beginning like yeah there was a lot and not like that but he, i may, well, i guess maybe they could say he got he had to run all the way there and then he had to run up and then wait no take, that was the previous take episode. walt out of the car yep. and then he was just a little tired after that maybe. i don't know I don't. maybe who knows why people that he's whipping around the city at supersonic speeds don't yeah. have neck injuries i don't know yeah, who knows? <laughs> they, they do seem to go to great lengths when they're preparing to do something. They always show them holding the neck, but right, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just one time he just needs to rest somebody, and they're just hanging like <laughs> in his arms afterwards. Oh, oh, just what? Or they're on fire. Someone like just the roses. like yeah. he goes so fast that somebody <laughs> just pulps. <laughs> it's like he arrives uh, with a skeleton. Oh God! Yeah, like, holy crap! Uh, um, oh man! And so the other. Uh, Big story arc bit that they reveal in this otherwise very underwhelming episode yeah. um, is they are developing the ability to permanently seal the breaches, right? With, yep. a, with a football, yeah, yes, um, that has to be thrown in at uh, so- supersonic speed. Yep. Apparently, it's a glowing football, though. Yeah, it's a techno football. Yeah. Right, it's the bre- the breach football. 
Well, yeah, that, and then I mean, the the big payoff was that they finally broke through. Doctor Harrison Wells is I'm doing everything for my daughter. F the rest of you, and right. got him to finally admit that he was sucking Barry's force yep. away. So they throw him in the prison, and they throw him in the prison. They kick his ass a little bit, and then they come to the realization: Wow, we're all total hypocrites. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should listen to what this guy was saying before we throw him. And in there, yeah. now you're part of the team. But I, I do like the way they did. I do like the way they they did it. Yeah, I like the fact that Barry wormed his way under his skin right. as a possible mentor slash, yeah. you know, right. son fa- son and father figure. Yeah. I think it, I, that was good. No, and I, mean, I enjoyed that part. And honestly, as much as I bad, because Cisco has made some just god-awful decisions. This, but he's had this, some funny this, lines. This, but there's been funny lines, and I do think the interaction between him and Wells is funny because they're, they're kind of just douches to each other, which, you know, makes it an interesting dynamic. Uh... But yeah, so that's been good. And there was, I mean, I will give Flash. There has been some really like belly laugh lines. Oh, yeah, oh, when, yes. for sure. When Cisco did his whole thing of like, <laughs> I just ran five facial, uh, you know, yeah. algorithms. Who's the best hacker? <laughs> They're like, Felicity <laughs> Smoke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like both Caitlin and Barry yep. <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> like that was awesome. That was awesome. That and that and Harrison Wells when he goes, you know, he's going to sleep with the fishes and there's like, you have the Godfather on Earth too? And he's like, there's a Godfather on every Earth. Vito. Vito. Yes. He has had some great lines, but yeah, he's been, he's been a little annoying, but I like, I like the relationships that Dr. Daddy Pants has with. Yeah. Daddy Pants kind of seals the the team better. When he's not there, you're like, oh, you guys all kind of suck. Yeah, and he's and, and I like the fact they probably put a, they finally put a crack in the I am the driven guy right. and basically they because they end the episode with we are going back to Earth Two with you to save your daughter right. because Correct. we are a team and we need to help you because you need our help right right um so the, the getting to that bit was painful because this episode was not great tar dude. Um, and it just yeah. and the the terrible, terrible makeup when they oh, yeah. transitioned the guy from CG monster back to himself, it yeah. basically rubbed a little bit of black stuff on his clothes <laughs> and his face and like, really? Yeah, this guy was just was just you know molten red hot tar a second ago, and now his clothes are back and they're just a little dirty and rumpled. Yeah, well, all of them show. His clothes got hit by the. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, he's. I mean, a lot of these metahumans like will turn into whatever, and then suddenly their clothes all reform. I mean, it's like that's something whole, you like just got to take just with you. That's just a magic pants feature uh, <laughs> of metahumanness. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, not every episode, <laughs> every season can be great. No, no, and it, you know, overall, it's it's not been bad. It's it's definitely watchable. Um, I have to say that I I've enjoyed some of the episodes more. I think yeah. than I have normally enjoyed the Flash. Yep, I agree. Normally, the Flash was always like, oh, I gotta watch the Flash. Yeah, mm-hmm. but these have been pretty. Good. These have been some good. Have I, been I'm I'm good. definitely willing to go. All, you know, keep going with it. Uh, I think you know they definitely have built Zoom up as a much more threatening villain Absolutely. than Dr. Evil Pants ever was as Reverse Flash. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reverse Flash just more seemed like I'm just you know a little bit out of your league, but I'm also 
you know, meh, I'm evil because I'm evil. Blah. But the, yeah. uh, you know, Zoom is obviously in the same kind of mold of I'm just going to be evil because, you know, I like speed. But he's definitely menacing and he is like such a higher tier of power compared to Barry that uh, it makes him a much more threatening opponent. And I'm kind of interested on where they're going with all these freaking speedsters everywhere, you uh-huh. know? That's been kind of a staple of the Flash yeah. universe. I mean, they even in, in the first episode, or the first season when he was doing the time travel thing, they, they flashed forward to you know, the Flash Museum right. um, of all the Flashes. I mean, freaking Wally West. Right. Yeah. That's kid, what I'm that's, saying. That's Kid Flash. Um, yep. So, well, and then that Hunter Zolomon guy, he's supposed to be Zoom, right. but then we've already got Zoom. Well, no, because there have been multiple Zooms across the decades. This is, this is the, the terrible convoluted nature of yeah. you know Golden Age, Silver Age, and modern comics, and they, where they oh try and God. mash it all together, which is why they do things like Crisis on Infinite Earths and, and Secret Wars to reset the damn universe, the new 52, because right. they keep getting so mired in too many authors. And yeah. they just got yeah. to And too many superheroes. Yeah. That yeah. was the problem that Marvel was getting into, too. There was too many superheroes. Yeah. Which where you think well, M-Day M came from? No more music. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. That was, like, the best thing because they, it was starting to get very ridiculous. Yeah. Um, uh, so? Yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to more th- Earth 2, more multiverse goodness. Um you know, based on the, you look at the the Jay Garrick costume he comes over with, yeah, um, for his version of Flash, mm-hmm. gives you a hint of where they're going with what the set designs and costume designs yeah. will be. Because Earth Two was always like 1940s vision of the future Earth, right, right. And I'm hoping they go fully down that road. Because yeah. uh, it's just and I've, and the, you know the indications are all there and the bits that they've shown us so far. Yeah. Um, we shall see. Bring me more. I'm still still fully on board with Flash, even though this was a crap episode. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. I'm still on board yeah, with Flash. Yeah. I'm, I mean, yeah. This isn't Legends of Tomorrow. So. Yeah, uh, that's for sure. I've done been hurt before. I'm okay <laughs> with with where both Flash and Arrow are going. They're, yeah. They're still um, entertaining. Damien Dark really has my attention in oh, yeah. Arrow. Yeah. Um, they've done a good job setting him up as the... I mean, it's, he's basically another in a, a succession of unbeatable villains. We were going from right. straight from Ra's al Ghul into his protege, Damien right. Dark. And you'd think that would get boring and repetitive, but they man, did they pick the right actor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, no, Damien Dark yeah. is definitely, he just looks evil. Yeah. He doesn't even have to say anything. He just can just stand there, and he just looks evil. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he's, and, and, he's and you just forget that he was assimilated by the Borg and all as well. Right. Um, but they, fed, they feed him great lines. He performs them beautifully. He switches gears when he's in family mode in a really creepy way. Yeah. Um, yeah, loving, loving it, loving it, loving it. Yeah. Um, Although he, I think his wife is creepier. Yeah, she's pretty creepy too. Because yeah. she's more normal. Yeah. You know, she's just. But like, she's like, yeah. But she's just as evil. But as she's he is. yeah, completely committed and, and, to and the who, evil. You know, who would they find? You know? Yeah. It's like the the pairing from Daredevil of um, Kingpin and his lady friend. Oh yeah, right, right, true, right. true. And where yeah. they find each other and they see each other for what they are and still love each other. 
Yeah. This is a, a version of that, and, and the actors sell it really well. I, oh, yeah. I totally believe that their relationship could exist if people this over-the-top villainous yeah. and magical could exist. Um, so bring it on. Yeah. <sighs> Looking forward to more. So yeah, we'll talk a little uh, Earth 2 and, and Calculator Daddy stuff next week. Yep. And whatever other news is fit to print. Um, if you want to suggest stuff to us, go over to our subreddit, alphageekradio.reddit.com, and post something in the, the channel there. And upvote the things you want us to talk about, downvote the stuff you don't care about, uh, but mostly feed us uh, articles, stuff you've found on the internet, stuff that you think would be interesting to discuss or just spread to the greater nerd community. That's what this show is all about. Uh, just Just riffing on all the stuff that brings us joy. So, again, alphageekradio.reddit.com to send us your suggestions. Or you can, old school, just email it to us, the show at alphageekradio.com. That is the show at alphageekradio.com. You can find us on all manner of social media. On Facebook, you can just do a search for Casually Hardcore for the show or Alpha Geek Media to find the network. On Twitter, you can follow Alpha Geek Radio to get announcements when shows go live and just general announcements about the network. The show's uh, feed is... Hardcore Casuals. I am on there as Alpha Geek Media. Grail is on there as Grail CH. That's G R A I L C H. Daxa is on there as Daxa CH. That's D A K S A, not D A X A C H. Um, if you like what we're doing with the network, become our patron, please. Go over to patreon.com slash alpha geek and send us a buck a month. Whatever value you get from the shows we produce and allow to be distributed, and but live presentations happen on all the devices. If you feel you're getting a return on that investment, then invest a little bit. Help us keep the lights on. Uh, you can find us on the TuneIn app on all kinds of different devices. The new super sexy mobile interface for the site is live and totally functional. Just point the web browser on your phone at alphageekmedia.com or alphageekvideo.com or alphageekradio.com. Any of the above will automatically redirect you to the mobile interface, which has mobile video players, audio players, uh, on-demand episodes, video and audio. Uh, we just added audio live players with chat that fits beautifully on your mobile phone screen. So you can actually participate in IRC chat while listening live out in the world. And all you need is your phone. Uh, nice. Tons of fun. It's all there for you and just getting bigger and better. Always looking for suggestions. And if you find a bug, please send uh, me an email, info at alphageekradio.com, and I will get it corrected or try to add the feature if I can. Because that's how we roll. <sighs> it's been a good one. And we actually did video this, this week. Yay. Maybe next week I'll get on video. Well, now, that I, now that I know you're all recovered, <laughs> and we will rig for two remote cameras, and we'll do a three-way. Whoa. That, Whoa. Came, that came out wrong. I don't know if I'm that recovered. <laughs> well, you get all rested and make sure your stitches aren't going to pull, and then we'll do that. <laughs> but I digress. In the meantime, I have and remain been our we are is gnomewise. I've been Daxa. And I've been Grail. And we are out of here. Bye-bye, radio people.